welcome everybody to the Dang Sports Podcast. This is Austin. This is Dan. This is Gabby. Alright, so we're going to be bringing you every week the XFL uh, updates, also NFL. We do all sports, but right now we're focusing on the XFL. It just came out. Uh, week one is this weekend. This should be dropping on Monday or Tuesday. Not sure yet, but it's going to be one of those days. Um, we're going to bring you interviews every week as much as we can, uh, our power rankings, um, the betting lines, everything that's going on in the XFL. So uh, the first thing we're going to kick it off with is doing our XFL positional power rankings, team power rankings, coach power rankings, all our power rankings before week one even starts. So first up, um, we're going to talk about the quarterbacks. as my, my, my top three. So I have number one as Jordan Tamu on the D.C. Defenders. He played in D.C. Uh, or no, he played for the Battle Hawks in 2020. Great quarterback in the USFL. He's a really good mobile quarterback. A.J. McCarron's my number two for St. Louis because he just is, he's a seasoned veteran in the NFL. And then Ben DiNucci on the Seattle Sea Dragons because he's also a good veteran. Yeah, I, I as well uh, go with uh, Jordan Tamu. Uh, just a good quarterback. Uh, I got Kyle Slaughter, number two, from Arlington. And which I think that'll change soon. He absolutely couldn't get the ball downfield. Um, ben DiNucci, Seattle, uh, would be my third pick. He's you know ex NFL player with Dallas. Um, we'll see. I mean, like I said, these are preseason picks, and we'll kind of go from there. I'm sure this will change a lot throughout the season, possibly. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Gavin. Yeah. Number one, I got Jordan Tamu like the others. Looking forward to see him playing against the Sea Dragons on Sunday. And then I got Ben DiNucci, and he plays for the Sea Dragons too. Um, ex NFL player, played for Dallas, and then Drew Play. Replay, gotcha. And who's he play for? Um, Arlington. There you go. All right. Okay, so good picks there. So for running backs, um, number one, I had Abram Smith. I honestly don't know much about the guy, but uh, when I was doing some research, every single site says that this guy is supposed to be a great running back. So he's on the DC Defenders. Uh, yeah, we're we're actually all going to that game this Sunday, so we'll get to see it in person, but yeah, he's supposed to be really good. Number two, Davian Smith from uh, Arlington, and then number three, Jacquees Patrick from, I, th- I think that's, yeah, Jacquees Patrick on San Antonio Brahmas. He played on the Vipers in 2020, and I remember watching him, and he was really good. That's why I put him on my list. And then, Danny, you want to go? Uh, yeah, let's see how... Um... Abram Smith uh, went to Baylor in uh, college. A really good running back in, from out of Baylor. Uh, he's, he should be the number one running back in this league. Uh, first running back off the board in the draft. So, uh, this guy should be top-notch. We'll see. Um, anything can happen in, in week one. You know, line play, whatever. It, it 
anything can happen here. Uh, Jackie's Patrick from San Antonio, I have at number two. And uh, Matteo Durant from St. Louis is who I have as number as my number three best running back in this. Um, I got Abram Smith from the Defenders. Um, got Jacquees Patrick from San Antonio, and Deshaun Lee from Houston. All right, good picks. All right, uh, Deshaun Lee, he's uh. He's got to get some more playing time, so we'll see. He might not be. He might not get many touches. Yeah. though, but we'll see what he can do. So for wide receivers, which I can't believe you don't have him on your list, Danny. But but Josh Gordon, I have is number one. Just because, I mean, the dude was on a like all pro team in in the NFL. Like he was one of the best wide receivers at one point in the NFL. I know he's a little bit older now. And I'm pretty sure it was like the weed stuff that that made him not be able to play for a couple years. But I mean, he should. I mean, if he plays anything like he used to, then I mean, he should be a really good player. And then number two, Jeff Bidette on the Vipers. He played in 2020 on I think the Renegades, and he was a f- great player. He was their number one receiver. That's why I have him on there. Number three, Jordan Small Smallwood on the Renegades. He he got uh he was like the number one receiver on the LA Wildcats in twenty twenty. That's why I knew him from that. Number four I have Nick Holly on the Houston uh Roughnecks. He also played in twenty twenty. And then number five I have uh Jalen Tolliver on the Brahmas. And it really I picked this list based off of the twenty twenty XFL because they all played except for Josh Gordon. Oh, let's see here. I mean, if you look, I do have Josh Gordon on this list. He's four. So. Oh, you do, you do, you do. Yes. But <laughs> uh, he's years, years, years older than he was when he last played in the NFL. I mean, he's the, the, if the guy could have just stayed, the guy could have stayed sober, man. It, who, the, he had the world in his hands, man. That kid was a heck of a talent. But we'll see what he does at this level. Um, it's been a while since he's played they would think he. I think he did go do some time in uh, Canadian Football League. He actually he bounced uh, around, didn't he? Yeah, the Fan Control Football League. He actually yeah. did a little bit in there. He bounced around a lot. He just couldn't hold down a spot in the NFL. He played for the Patriots a little. He bounced all around. We all know this story. But um, my number one, I have, I have Martavius Bryant. Uh, he's supposed to, you know, really stand out in Vegas. We'll, we'll see how that goes. Uh, Marcel uh, Atman. Aitman, uh, St. Louis, uh, Cedric Bird for Houston is uh, is my third. Uh, obviously, Josh Gordon and KD Cannon uh, for DC for the Defenders is my top five. I got. Like I said, a uh, long way to go, so we'll see how this all pans out. Early yep. picks here. I got Martavius Bryant from Las Vegas. Um, see how he could do against that Renegades defense. Next, um, well, in week one. Then I got Cedric Boyd. He plays for Houston. Then I got Marshall Aitman. He plays for St. Louis. Then I got Josh Gordon for Seattle. And Katie Cannon for D.C. All right, and then for the tight ends, like, there really wasn't much info out there on tight ends in this league, so... 
we kept it to just our top two. But number one, hands down on every single like site out there, Sal Canella is supposed to be the number one guy on Arlington. He was like one of their top draft picks, and and he's supposed to be like the next best thing in tight ends. And then number two, I have uh, Gio. I don't even know what his first name. I think it's Garrett Owens. Yeah, from on Houston. I read that he's supposed to be pretty good too. Uh, my tight end, obviously, you know, Sal Canella. It's Arlington. I mean, he is supposed to be the the cream of the crop for tight ends here. And then uh, my number two pick is Jalen Smith uh, from St. Louis. Again, I got Sal Canella from Arlington and Ryan Becker from Orlando. All right, and then for offense, this is wrapping up the offense right here. Uh, offensive linemen, we just did our top three. Um, so number one, I have Cam Hunt for Arlington. Number two, um, G. McChin. I don't know what his first name is, but G. McChin, uh, McGinn on Arlington. And then uh, number three, McCray, J. McCray on San Antonio. So uh, Arlington's supposed to have a really good offensive line, like obviously. So, oh, actually, I can I can add it in there. Can't uh, all three of those guys I listed all played in the USFL and made the first team like all USFL too. So they're they were the best in that spring league. So we'll see if they're good in this league too. I have uh, Luke Jurigas from San Antonio, Jack Snyder out of Houston, and Cam Hunt are my top three uh, for offensive line. It's, it's not not much out there research-wise. You have to really dig. So we, we'll, this would I will obviously more scouting and seeing on the field for these spring leagues. We'll, we'll, these lists will definitely move around. Yeah, well, so. probably what we can do for all O-line we can probably switch this to like our top three team offensive lines instead of single persons, just because yeah. like it's easier to tell what mm-hmm. team has the best line. Yeah, and then I got G. Macon from Arlington. I got Cam Hunt from Arlington, and J. McRae from San Antonio. All right, and starting off the defense. I have uh, for we did our cornerbacks and defensive backs in the same uh, same category, so we did top six. So number one, I had Josh Hawkins, Arlington. He's an older guy, but he's uh, like all, all the guys on my list are like older guys, but they're really good players and NFL experience. So Josh Hawkins on Arlington, number two will likely on uh, Ren- uh, Houston Roughnecks. Number three, Matt Elam or Elam on Orlando. He was the number one draft pick for the Ravens. He was a great player. I remember watching him. But number four, uh, Ballsby. What's his first name? Devontae Ballsby, Arlington. Um, number five, Dejuan Hill on the D.C. Defenders. And then six, Lavert Hill on St. Louis. Uh, my top defender here cornerback db area will be uh josh hawkins from arlington uh dos uh arlington uh vincent jr out of houston matt elam from orlando uh dejon hill 
DC and uh, Sean Williams from San Antonio. Yeah. I got um, Devontae Balsby from Arlington first. And then Vincent Jr. from Houston. I got Ryan Lewis from San Antonio. And Luck Barco from San Antonio again. Santo Ramirez from D.C. And Antonio, Antonio Brooks from Seattle. All right, and then defensive line, I have, uh, that's what's next, defensive lineman, top three. Number one, I have P.J. Hall from Seattle. Number two, Trent Harris on uh, Houston Roughnecks. And number three, Bruce Hector in Arlington. I don't really know much about these guys, but with some research, those have, uh, from what I read about those guys, they seem like they're the best options. D-line here, I have Doug Costin out of Arlington. P.J. Hall, Seattle, and Damian Daniels from St. Louis. I got Doug Costin from Arlington, Bruce Hector from Arlington, and Kevin Atkins from St. Louis. All right, and then the last category is linebackers, and then we go into ranking offenses and defenses. But last category for defense, linebackers, I have... Number one, Mike Rose from St. Louis. Number two, Vic Beasley from Las Vegas. He's a, you know, really good uh, veteran in the NFL. And then number three, Nick Temple from Arlington Renegades. Linebacker uh, were Donald Payne, Arlington, Mike Rose, St. Louis, and uh, Vic Beasley, obviously, from Las Vegas. I got Nick Temple from Arlington. Lecame Williams from San Antonio, or St. Louis, my bad. Um, CJ Avery from Las Vegas. All right, and then you want to scroll down a little bit. There we go. So now the offensive rankings. My picks have uh, Arlington as number one. They just seem like they have, the on paper, the best offensive line, the best, like one of the top three running backs. Uh, quarterback, they look like... They look like they'll have like a solid uh, quarterback, um, but like their receivers, their uh, tight end Sal Canella, like it, they just seem like they have the best paper, like on paper team uh, for offense. Number two, Seattle Dragons. I feel like Josh Gordon and uh, Ben DiNucci together have like such a good combo, like with their uh, um, NFL experience. I feel like they'll be good. Number three, D.C. Defenders, Jordan Tom, who is just a mobile quarterback. He can get in and out of the pocket uh, real easily. So that's why I think that they're going to be a top team. Then I go to Las Vegas Vipers because on paper they just look good. Five, I have the Brahmas. Six, I have Battlehawks. Seven, Roughnecks. And then eight, the Guardians just look terrible on paper also. Yeah. Um, again... Seattle, I, I, we'll see. It, it, it's very early, obviously. Uh, Seattle with uh, Danucci and Gordon definitely could be a top combo. It, it, if he's anything like he was in the NFL, I mean, this, I, I don't see why he can't dominate. Again, he's older, so we'll see. Uh, Arlington should have a good defense. Uh, we think on paper, possibly. Uh, D.C., uh, you know, good 
running quarterback. Uh, uh, St. Louis is supposed to have a very good offense on paper. Houston, um, they look like they'll have a strong running game, possibly. Possible good passing game. San Antonio, that's my sixth spot. Um, Las Vegas, they look like they could have some weapons. And Orlando, I just really worry about their offensive line. Um, I, I, everyone has them at the low end of the list here. So anything can happen. We'll see. Yeah. I got D.C. Defenders. They have a lot of good players on on paper. Then I got Arlington Renegades. The offense, just same with the D.C. Defenders. Houston, um, Houston Wuffnecks, um, some solid players on the offense. And Las Vegas Vipers, um, I just think, some, like, just like Houston, um, solid, decent players on the offense. Um, then we got Seattle Sea Dragons. Like, we got two, um, NFL players in there, but the thing is that one's, um, one's haven't really been playing football lately, and they haven't really met each other yet. And then we got the Battlehawks. Just not a lot of hype about them. Same with the Brahma, um, San Antonio and Orlando. Yeah, they don't really have any hype on that offense. All right, so defensive rankings now, based off of the paper and like with the rankings of their players. Number one looks like the Renegades have. The Renegades just look like they had the best team on paper. Like they just have all the best players. It looks like. Um, and then number two, I have Houston Roughnecks. They also had some key guys that I saw on their uh, defensive line that looked good. Uh, St. Louis Battlehawks is number three. Four DC Defenders. Five Seattle Dragons. Six the Brahmas. Seven the Vipers. And then eight the Guardians. Too. They just they're just the bottom on the pole. <laughs> For me, uh, I, I know very well what a Wade Phillip-led defense can do. I mean, I think Houston's going to have a nasty defense. I really do. Uh, I think they're going to create a lot of turnovers and, and get a lot of pressure on the quarterback. This is what Wade Phillips does. He runs a 3-4 defense. Saw it in Denver. Saw it uh, in L.A. with the Rams. Uh, it just... It, it's what the guy's always done. Three, four defenses. Yeah, he, he always had a good defense. Um, DC, we'll see what they bring to the table. Arlington, I think, is going to you know force a lot of turnovers. Um, they have a lot of athleticism on that defense. I think a lot of scoop and scores type stuff. Probably San Antonio, number four with me. Um, Vegas, they. Possibly can get some decent turnovers. St. Louis, uh, I have as my sixth slot. Uh, Seattle, and then Orlando, I just think is going to struggle all the way around at this point. Yep. I got Arlington, um, then I got St. Louis, and then D.C. Defenders. I also got San Antonio at fourth, 
Houston fifth, and Seattle sixth, and Las Vegas seventh, and just right now looking at them, probably the worst team in the league. They're going to All right, so now, uh, now what we got last is the coaches' rankings and then the team overall rankings. Um, and then I'll wrap this part up. But uh, for the pre-week one rankings here for coaches, at number one I have Wade Phillips. I just, like, from what I know and, like, looking at his history, he's been coaching in the NFL for, like, 40 years. Like, the guy has so much experience. Won Super Bowl 50 with the Broncos. Like you said, Dan, his defense uh, is always good wherever he goes. Have him as number one. Number two, I'm going with Jim Hazlitt. Also with the experience. He just has so much experience. He was the AP NFL head coach of the year uh, in 2000. Um, Obviously, he's had some success. So, uh, number three, Bob Stoops. He's a legend at Oklahoma. So, he's a great great coach as well. And then we got four. I have Rod Woodson because he has uh, the most experience out of the last... Five guys, basically. And then number five, we got Reggie Barlow. Six, I have Anthony Anthony Beck. I know this is, like, his first uh, coaching gig, but from, like, their social media following and, like, watching the, the um, coaches' roundtable and everything that they had already on YouTube for the XFL, he just seems like he's a real leader when you listen to the guy talk. So I feel like he's going to be a decent coach. And then seven, Hines Ward, and eight, Terrell Buckley. Oh uh, well, my number one. I have I have Bob Stoops. You know, his uh, obviously his college, you know, career and all. Um, uh, I wavered back and forth with that. With you know Wade Phillips with his, uh, he has an impressive resume going all the way back from you know Buffalo to Dallas. To, he's just been in the league for a long, long time. He's at home in Houston. That's where he's from. That's his home team. Uh, I think he's just going to fit in real well there. Jimmy Hazlitt, uh, he goes way back. You know, his head coaching days from the Saints to everywhere he's been. Uh, Reggie Barlow, I'm, I'm pretty sure he's done some college coaching for a little bit here. Uh, Terrell Buckley. Uh, I have his five from Orlando, uh, Rod Woodson, you know, heck of a, a player in the NFL, uh, Hall of Famer. Uh, and then Hines Ward, you know, San Antonio, and then Anthony Beck. He's 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 a little green behind the ears. He's, he's a new guy to this. But uh, yeah. uh, we'll see what happens. I think that that offense might go in St. Louis. So we'll see what goes. Yeah. I got Wade Phillips. Um, a lot of um experience. Got Jim Hazlitt. Same thing with Ray Phillips, just a couple less. Taylor Buckley, then Rod Woodson, Heinz Ward, and Reggie Barlow. Got Bob Stoops. Um, and Anthony Beck. All right. Uh, okay. So overall team rankings. I had number one Arlington. Just, uh, I had them ranked high for defense and offense. They just seem on paper the number one team. They really do. Uh, number two, and, and they have Bob Stoops coaching the team, which is one of the best coaches in the league. Um, so, number two, DC Defenders. 
they they just look like a good team. Uh, they have a balanced team. Jordan Tom, who they should be able to do a lot of the college kind of read read option with him a lot, which I think they'll have a head. They'll have like an advantage towards because a lot of these quarterbacks aren't mobile in this league. But um, number three, Seattle uh, Seattle Sea Dragons. Um, like we were talking about, I just feel like that offense will be electric, and the sea, the defense looks solid also. Number four, the Brahmas. They seem like they have a solid core all together. Number five, the Battle Hawks. Number six, the Roughnecks. Seven, the Vipers, but I feel like I might have went low with them. Uh, we'll see, but the Vipers just... One paper looking at it over again. It's just... They seem like, like you know, they have Brett Huntley who's being paid four times the amount as other players. Uh, so, like, if he ends up being a really good quarterback for them, they could be a lot better higher on the re- list. But the number eight, I have Orlando Guardians as the worst team. Well, I have Arlington number one. Uh, uh, just from what I see, we, you know, with Bob Stoops, uh, possibly number one team. Uh Seattle, uh, I think they're going to have a heck of an offense. I really do. St. Louis, a little, little young, you know, green at coaching staff. Uh, I think coaching is going to be a big uh, big deal at this level. It usually is on these spring leagues. Um, I think I have D.C., then San Antonio, Las Vegas, Houston, which I don't know if I'm uh, – a couple little things worry me with the team, but I don't. I don't know if that's going to hold. I think they could shoot. They could go either the bottom and shoot way up to the top right away. And, and just Orlando, I think they're going to really have some issues. Yeah. <laughs> I got um, DC. Then I got Arlington. Um. Then I got San Antonio. Then Seattle. Then St. Louis, then Houston, then Las Vegas, and basically Las and everything, Orlando. Yeah, yeah I mean, uh, Orlando is just, I feel bad for them because they're getting uh, blasted on every list that we have. But, I mean, they just look like a terrible team on paper. They really have no, like, they have, like, the worst position ranked in every single position there is, so... All right, well, I just want to thank everybody for uh, listening to the first ever episode. This was a short one. We just were uh, going over our pre-week one um, rankings, and now next week we're going to break down every game for you, give uh, give our power rankings for the week, and uh, do a preview for the games that are coming up um, in week two. But, yep, so make sure you tune into that. And also on YouTube at Dang Sports Podcast, we will have a uh, Zoom call up with – um, all our notes and our teams, and it'll be fun for the people who want to watch the uh, show. So, yep, just make sure you tune in, leave us a review, uh, five stars as usual, and we'll see you guys next Monday.